This is Beavercast. Enjoy the show. Um, I've just got devastating news. What? So you know the rap of the game? No. Oh my god, no one knows the game? Let me look him up. The I game is a very, very, very big rapper. He's like, he was big when 50 Cent was big, the game. And the game once tweeted, I was like 20 years old or something. The game once tweeted, um, the next person who follows me, I'll follow back. And I followed him and he followed me back. And he was, I have 17 followers of Twitter and one of them was a huge rapper. And he's unfollowed me, I just saw. <laughs> that was called. I feel like there's a verbal <laughs> contract there where you can now pursue yeah, legal I action. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I technically have beef with the game, but he's a blood, so I don't think that's a good idea. He's a blood? <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. The Bloods and the Crips, the two biggest gangs in America. I like to see how that lot do in my hometown, Preston, with the gangster shit. <laughs> Walking around the pubs of Preston, they won't last two fucking seconds. I think, I, all these I tough think guys, the all these tough guys walking around, thinking they're hard, come to some shitty pub in Preston where I'm from. Let's see how long they last. I'm telling you. Looking terrifying. It says that he followed you. That's yeah, like was something cool. There's an estimated, there's an estimated twenty thousand bloods in the USA. Good luck, Daniel. No worries. There are there are there are a hundred thousand of us. I think also the bloods are mostly West Coast, by the way. The bloods and the yeah, yeah 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 I know yeah. So yeah, we're gonna have a bit of a like uh, problem-solving session now. Uh, we asked some people to send in like life issues, things they need, you know, dealing with advice, and luckily. They've got four of us to give that advice. So I'm sure between us, uh, four comedians, one from England, one from Wales, one from Germany, and one from Russia. What can go wrong? Okay, so I got some messages. I don't even understand some of these. I need some translations. Uh, one, one just says, spill the tea on your first kiss. And that was me saying to offer advice to somebody. Well, that doesn't count, does it? Uh... Let's just do a rapid fire. Uh, mine was either kindergarten or like uh, first girlfriend, Germany, terrible kiss. Uh, I, I'm but the idea is we give advice to people. Did nobody ask? Was the, te was the teacher arrested? Was the teacher arrested? first kiss? <laughs> what? It was a priest, actually. I said, did the, was the teacher arrested afterwards, Cassian? Oh. <laughs> no, I was, I was like... Um, Back when everybody was like, girls are icky, I was just getting it. Like, fucking invited to all those birthdays, man. Like, everybody was like a big fan of the Cassian. Popular kid. No, but yeah, that's not a question. What, Daniel has a I know, my God. The idea is, the idea is, for the hard of thinking, that um, we give advice to people who have problems. So I'm going to look now. Did anyone actually send me anything? So uh, this is so I put anonymous questions yeah anonymous like ask me questions for the podcast. Here's what I got: How tall are you? It just says. <laughs> it, all it says is grammatically incorrect. <laughs> this is what it says: Cannot find boyfriends. Three fucking cannot find boyfriends. That, I got um. No, but I the, haven't had sex in two old, years. Hold on. Male or female? That would I don't know. We, 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 I can't. I can't find someone who wants to try adult diapers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can I can fix that it. one. I can fix that one. Go on. Go to the nearest nursing home and turn on Grinder and see who's online. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Next. Easy. There's a Bo Burnham rhetoric or uh, philosophy that always applies, which is lower your standards. 
or figure out that sex isn't the most important thing in life. Maybe look for more of an emotional connection, work on yourself, improve yourself, and then maybe you'll find somebody or go on grinder. No, nothing about this said sex. It just said, I can't find someone to wear adult diapers. We no, don't the one know. before was, uh, I can't, can't find boyfriends. And the other one was, That's I also haven't not had sex laid. in three years. If you can't yeah, find my, boyfriends, my, my, uh, my friend had that issue with um, not having sex for a while. Um, he uh, dumped his girlfriend. That's a good one. That makes sense. Yeah. If yeah. he like wasn't having sex with yeah, his Yeah, yeah, it made a lot of sense. That made a lot of sense. I mean, it's a good way, like, a good indicator of how emotionally involved you are if you're like not feeling that intimate anymore. So, here's another one I got right. It Talk says, psychiatrist. It says, you lit. Two words, you lit. What does that mean? Yes. Me and Oliver, yes. Or yes. yes too, I think. Dan, sometimes. What does it mean? If we're lit. <laughs> Fuck it what the hell does it mean? <laughs> well, you we're can lit. either be not lit or lit. Right, and, so I'm not uh, on fire, so I assume I'm not lit. You lit mean... I'm going to look this up. You lit meaning. I'm gonna... <laughs> it's like an urban dictionary. <laughs> what does lit mean? He's going to get all these horrible deaths. Intoxicated. Go on, go on ask Jeeves. Oh. <laughs> Ash Jeeves, what does you lit mean? <laughs> Ash Jeeves. Da Daniel's like www.bing.com. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, you lit. All right. Is Ash Jeeves still around? I got, I've, got a, I've got a question, and it might either be the dumbest question oh. I've ever heard in my life, or it's the most intelligent question I've ever heard in my life. I'll go for it. If I eat myself... Would I become twice as big, or would I disappear completely? That's a tricky one. Hmm. Yeah. A bag of holding in a bag of holding conundrum. I've got a theory, but it might be too. You'd eat yourself, right? So you'd always, you'd always stay oh. the same, and so you decompose, and then because you're dead, because you've eaten yourself. No, you would just turn into shit, wouldn't it? You'd just be a piece of shit afterwards. But eventually, before you start shitting yourself out. You're going to die because you've eaten too much of yourself. That is true. But at first, let's say I'd start with my fingers, right? So I'm just assuming there's not a clone of me. I'm, a, I'm, I'm eating myself directly off my body. So I start with my fingers. And I start eating my fingers under medical supervision that they keep healing it and everything. I reckon I could get through both my legs, both my arms, and nose, ears, and I could probably have a bit of the chest before kidney? it starts getting you could dangerous. Have a kidney? Yeah, I could have a kidney. I've liver. got two of them. Yeah, I have my. I could have my um, appendix. Um, yeah, that's about it. And then it will become tricky. And all of that would turn into shit. So you wouldn't disappear. You wouldn't become. Yeah, twice but you'd as also big. absorb you some nutrients shit. from your food. Yeah, but I don't grow back an arm, do I? No, but you'd still absorb something from the from the body parts that you'd eaten. It wouldn't all be shit. So you... It wouldn't be one hundred percent shit. No, that's true. I would also, I'll just be, I'll probably be fat. I'll just be like a fat potato without arms and legs. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a, like, I, want, I want somebody to draw a picture of this. Some like weird fat eat, eating potato. The fuck? You lit. Who wrote me that? Self-boring. Another, like, another one says, you a homie. <laughs> you, I'm asking like questions, questions. Hey, how can I help you? We're gonna do some like you know self help, you know advice stuff on podcast. You a homie? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with these fucking idiots? And someone else said you lit. 
Some fucking asshole keeps sending me the same thing all the time. He's totally making a fake account for next week. <laughs> <laughs> you lit, you lit, you, you lit, lit, you lit. What the fuck? So here's one. So we cannot find by... Hold on. There was one here that we might... It says here, someone's asked advice. This is a legit message. Please give me pickup lines that always work. Olga, go on. And now, so pickup line. So has any man ever said something to you, like a line hitting on you, that you thought was really good and you thought that worked? If you like super ugly, it would not work anyway. So it kind of depends on the person. But like, can you think of one? <laughs> think of what, what, have you got an idea in your head of one that you think would work? If they just, if they just be nice, like and not boring. If they don't ask me where I'm from as ask first question. And if they don't ask me why I moved to Germany as a second question, and they don't ask me what do I do here, like professionally as the third question, then I'm already like, wow. Interesting person. I think we've got some actual, <laughs> that's some killer advice for the listeners out there. For me, it's, I don't know, it's just like, yeah. I don't know, good chat up line. Damn girl, you shit with that ass. <laughs> can, I, can I snort coke off your tits later on? Um. You know what? Once, sorry, a guy approached me like on a bus station. I was just sitting right in my business and he like asked me, do you like MDMA? And I was like, yeah, I guess. And he was like, do you want to come to my place? I have lots of MDMA. And like, so we can just cuddle. And I was like, that's an interesting pickup line. Did you go back? No. No. I, I, I mean, I didn't go to his place. Let's but go I back. kind of was considering it. <laughs> let's go back. Let's go back to mine to do loads of MDMA and cuddle all night. That sounds... the, the, the worst one I ever heard was, um, it was when me and you, Cassian, when we were in the bar, and you said to that one girl, There'll only be seven planets after I destroy Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> a, guy once, a guy once, like, messaged me um, on a dating app and was like, I'll pay you 60 bucks if you suck my dick. That was, like, that was tempting. 60 bucks is 60 bucks. That's How much should I, like, pay you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can say like, what that mouth do. How much for that mouth? <laughs> I once said, try one in German. It's, um, Ich habe eine Überraschung für deine Landebahn. That is... <laughs> Which in English would be bad. like, I have a surprise for your runway. Yeah, it works about as well in German, to be honest. <laughs> it was in this book I saw, this book of, like, naughty German, and, and it was the chat-up line section, and one of them was, uh, Ich habe uh, eine Überraschung für deine Landebahn. Okay, let me get this German chat-up lines joke. Chat up lines. I, I feel like they don't really work. The best way to talk to people no. or like the approach people is to just like, if you want to date somebody or whatever, or you want to go out with them, just talk to them like they're a person, like you respect them. My my my, my game used to always be. To, um, oh, should I go to the how podcast. Do you, how did you get Vanessa? Uh, that was high on MDMA in a club. But <laughs> see, okay, it's the MDMA. Back when I was your age, Cassian, back when I was your age, my shtick always used to be I always used to go to the hostel bar every weekend, every Friday, every Saturday, always to the hostel bar because the hostel bar is fat full of tourists. Um, to the hostel bar and pretend I wasn't German. That was it. Or, or, or you go to a German bar, it doesn't matter. And then you just pretend, pretend you're British and you're just like, oh, and then you need, like, you need help finding something. Say, so, oh, where's the Marineplatz? Oh, and then that, 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 that was always an in. Just pretending you're a foreigner works. Yeah. Yeah. I, when I was in America, that, like, my Tinder was like, 
popping off because it was like I put I'm German in there and like oh Germans yeah Germans German Americans like Germans like that's a thing males not females but it's a thing why is that what? similar shared political values or I don't know I mean the average German isn't a bad looking guy right they're usually quite tall and yeah, a beard yeah they usually beard tall they dress but fucking boring that's true but usually like the 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 physics are all right right on a german usually the physics yeah yeah the physique the physique yeah they hardcore they cycle like usually people here are like rather fit that's true there's another live in a country that's racist and then date people that aren't white because they'll be so surprised that a white person is nice to them that they'll just date you. <laughs> um, hey, Olga, give us some insight. What's da um, what's dating in Russia like? What's a, what's a, what's a, what's an average first date if you meet someone in your hometown? Where do they go? I would say just standard uh, cafe or something. I, I don't know. It's like not much different. I would say. Not much but different. Actually, actually. Um, a few of my like Russian friends here, they like did not find any girlfriend here for a few years. So they flew back to Russia for a week, met someone, like kind of said, oh, I'm like living in Germany now or whatever. And then they married, like after knowing each other for like one week or two weeks. And then like brought back like bright. Bees on the fishing rod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that also works. Have yeah, a yeah, passport. Yeah. That, that that's a big one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like girl, that I, that no shit. When, is the strongest in the world. When I was in, well, I I went to uh, Bosnia once with my uh, with my work because the founder of my company was from Bosnia, and a, a lot of the people that we met there knew of me through my through my partner of that company, and without fail, every every single woman who was like older woman that she knew would be just like their daughter just happened to be there while I was also there. And they like literally tried to get their daughters married to people. It was like, cause it was us and I was, I think it was three other guys and they would literally just like, everyone just happened to have their daughter. It was very creepy. Hmm. Any, any, any of the problems? That's kind of sad. Solutions though, people Pro need our help. Did anyone get any problems yeah. then? Don't use chat up lines. They make I've, you I've got some, I, mm, I yeah. got don't another one. Lines. I, I think we've agreed don't lose chat up you Don't use chat up lines is the way forward. I've got, I've got one uh, where I literally don't know the answer from. Uh, where do the fruit flies in my kitchen come from? Uh, you're probably leaving like yeah, no, but, of vegetables out. Yeah, no, but where do they come yeah, from, though? How do they get there? Are they in the fucking oh. air? Well, no, you I would just Google window. that. Just Google that. Well, they reproduce. But that's not the fucking so point. Oh, yeah, we can Google everything. Once, you got five thousand in there. Like they, they just they they fuck a lot. So they like they come through the window. Leave, yeah, like if you leave your window open and like you guys. Look they really come through the window though, like the fourth floor. It's like windows. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty high up, Cassian. Your your guys' windows aren't like that tightly sealed either, so like they can just get in if they smell that shit. That's why you get, you can't leave food out. Yeah, but where are in America, the outside if you leave them? Food out, you get ants. You don't get ants. You get these damn fruit flies. Yeah, it's, it's maybe they're already present on the fruit, like small eggs that we don't notice that like exist there all the time. And once they get yeah. into like nice warm environment, they can thrive. Maybe. I Google it. That's what it is. What is it? Ah, it uh, it's they they lay, lay eggs in some something or another of ours, and then they eventually hatch. And if there's fruit in your house, then they'll go and lay more eggs. No so shit. they usually come via they usually come via your bin and stuff they like that. Trojan horse, yeah, they Trojan horse. They Trojan horse this shit. Yeah, Those yeah, little yeah. fucks. No, no comparisons with Russia and Ukraine at all, because that would be tasteless. 
Fucking little bastards. Any other problems then? More like relationship problems. People need our help. I, I do have a few, like, no yeah, go problems. Go on. yeah, I was I was expecting um, her to have the most. Yeah, exactly. Um, how, how would you, like, speak with a person who is in a relationship, um, like, telling them that you like them? Like, basically, how do you confess Don't. to a person Don't. in a relationship that you like them? Don't. Say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Respect your... the relationship. Your partner, I'm gonna destroy their life. <laughs> I'm gonna steal their identity. But you, you can also never know if like relationship is good, right? Right? Yeah, but that's not. If the relationship's not good, then it's their business to end it. Like, yeah. Also, you can go up to them and say, um, "Is your relationship failing miserably? Uh, if it is, <laughs> I'm a like start of an infomercial. This is all idea. This is the point." <laughs> Then um, if it is if it is failing miserably and you're contemplating suicide, then um, you can um, whore yourself around with me for a short space of time and realize I'm as I'm as miserable and depressing, and we're all rotten really. And um, the idea that people are farming Warcraft gold in Chinese concentration camps only backs up my point that we should all be just be dead. That'd be my piece of advice. Really positive. Really positive. Um, yeah, don't go. Yeah, don't go near. Um, or if you do, you know, offer offer the other person some money. But for <laughs> is it like moral? Yeah, say, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, your relationship. So you, I like you, but your partner. Speak to the partner of person and say, I'm gonna ruin your life now. But is 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 twenty euros? Don't take it personally. Or forty camels. Forty camels. No, that's got racial. Line. Camels aren't racist. Camels aren't racist, but you're alluding to anyway. All right, then two hundred cigarettes and a and I'm a two hundred cigarettes and a and a and a McDonald's hamburger. Two hundred cigarettes? That's not the going rate. Have you been to prison? It's more like fifteen. So that, that's what I'd do anyway, personally. Any other uh, uh, Olga? Oliver, you're in a relationship. What, what, what would you say? If, what? If we wanted to date you and get rid of Vanessa, well, how would we approach you? Hey, would you Oliver. like to take this MDMA with me and come to my place and cuddle? <laughs> my place and cuddle. Oliver, would you want to cuddle with me? I'd say Vanessa, I, Vanessa. I, I'm, I'm right. Vanessa, he is, um, he is uh, I don't know, a camel and um, 40 cigarettes and eight euros, uh, 62 cents. Can I, can I cuddle with Oliver on MDMA for the next two weeks? <laughs> How many camels am I worth for you, Daniel? No, I don't think you're worth that camel. No, he's high value. Oh. He's, a, he's, he's high value. Hey, there's some, that, that's some, in Munich, that's some, if we're in the fucking desert, then it might be worth 100 camels. Whereas in Munich, camels are hard to get hold of. So, <laughs> so, so, the, so naturally, they're more expensive. Supply and demand, man. Supply and demand. There ain't no supply of camels. But demand in Munich is extremely high. Camel demand. Camel demand. The gas price. Off the chart. Gas prices. Off the chart. It's camel demand. You can't. Honestly, now <laughs> it's fucking insane. <laughs> I'm gonna do an M an M NFT for my um, startup camel. In yeah, it's like <laughs> you can buy camels. Throwing out young people words, Daniel. <laughs> you, you just, NFT. Um, um, crypto NFT. Investment. Crypto camel. <laughs> so if Kanye West, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a Kanye West crypto Nazi camel. <laughs> that sounds like a good startup idea. Good start. like yee, yee, yee! What have I told you, yee or yay, whoever you are? Get off my Nazi camel, you piece of shit! 
that actually can be a bit saying that um but you'd need british speakers i think because um because you keep alluding to it daniel going ye the old the whole time yeah. ye west you could do something with that ye old something something ye something and uh and then Kanye West is transitioning to a person from the Middle Ages. He's coming from Cornwall. From My West. name's yeah. Ye Old Kanye West. Are you like barman? Ye Kanye West. Where My tractor's broken. My camel needs some My more camel. Water. I need some camel. What are the problems with it? Olga, what are the things we're coming yeah. Oh, no, I just have uh, like two com comedy, comedy related problems, kind of. Go for but it. Oh. Not nothing personal. Uh, well, well, I guess it's standard one. How did you get into um, stand-up comedy? My friend really wants to try, but doesn't. Uh, misery and pain, and um, <laughs> and al and alcohol, and and over taking too many prescription drugs on a weekend. Bad decisions. Yeah, prescription drugs. <laughs> yeah. Then, were, like go to a psychiatrist and have them prescribe Ritalin, and then take too much of that and then realize you're worthless <laughs> and your life is worthless mm. and then make it other people's problem. Yeah. Now it's like, no, it, now I, the pro yeah. demons aren't going to live in my head anymore. They're going to live through this microphone and then they're going to go into your head. <laughs> Short advice being, go check out open mics and go hang out with, hang out at a few open mics, see a few shows, get used to the vibe. And then eventually you'll be brave enough to do it yourself. That's Actually, true. Actually, my advice, this is how I got started was because like, I think if you go to too many shows, you're going to build up an expectation because you're going to see somebody do well. Uh, my idea, like if you've never gone to comedy, go to a show and just the first night ask if you can do three minutes and then do like, try to write something, like try to think of something that you think is funny. And even that experience of going up and having like realizing, oh, I'm not funny. The things I write aren't funny. That is what gets you to be a comedian. Then you're going to realize, okay, what is funny? What can I do to make people laugh? That is sort of what got me, like, I mean, I had a good reaction just going up the first time, and that was like, oh, I can do this. And that's all you need. You, you just need to see it for yourself. I'd say uh, a little bit different. I'd say, yeah, I'm, I'd just say actually do it and then maybe start going to watch open mics and stuff. I think the first thing is yeah. to just push through that um, fear factor. Just fuck it. Do it. Have some ideas. Go along. Do it. And then if you think too much, you procrastinate and then you don't actually do it. Whereas to just be like, I really want to do this now and I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it. And then do it and you'll find afterwards it wasn't quite as hard as you thought it would be. That's um, actually a fair point what Daniel is saying because I did, the first show I went to was Comedy Kills and I saw it and it was a good show that night and I was like, oh, that seems really cool. That was in March and I set the date. Oh, I'm going to do it in June. And I was going to go to a few shows, watch it. Then I went to another show and Yadshin was there. And Yadshin said, oh, you're on next Monday. I'm just, I just written you in. And then I did it straight away the week after. So actually you, what you're saying was actually kind of similar for me as well. I just like get it. If you really want to do it, um, do it as soon as possible. And you will be terrified. And you will be terrified. You will be fucking terrified. Um, but afterwards, you'll feel amazing. Also, it's like it's an open mic night. It's yeah. not you're not showtime at the Apollo or whatever. It's it's half the people on stage with you are going to be trash. Yes. Or say trash. At least half of their sets going to be trash because they're working on it. But the only way to work on comedy is on stage. It's never just the writing like writing helps. But you're going to learn how to write from being on stage. Like that's the only way, like, way to get there. Totally. 
I'd say that that would be uh, for that one. Next one, Olga. What's going on next? Okay, okay. Um, how do you come up with your jokes? It's supposed to be race, relationship advice. Um, I normally as soon as I, I told you, I have two comedy questions. As soon as I fall asleep, because uh, I have fucking horrible sleep problems, my mind explodes with ideas. During the day, I'm just this like empty, dead shell walking around um, with nothing going on behind my eyes, like a shark, like a shark, a shark, a shark. It has doll's eyes. Have you ever looked into the eyes of a shark? It has doll's eyes. They're black. <laughs> whereas, whereas as soon as I close my eyes, my mind goes berserk, and then any old shit just pops into my head. Personally. So you basically say that people have to probably have the same like sleeping problems. As no, you know? God, no, no, no. <laughs> you like no, I, get some sleeping problems. <laughs> I don't have sleeping problems anymore, and I I come up with a lot of stuff when I'm falling asleep. The thing is, if your if your brain if you set your brain to hey we're looking for funny things at the moment, then you'll just have it happen more. Because like if you're actively looking for funny things before you everybody when they lie down at night they think of different things. But if you're like, oh, I'm trying to think of funny things, you'll automatically kind of go through funny things or you'll think of normal things and find them funny while you're falling asleep. It'll just naturally come. Just write it down. But you yep. think you're training yeah. yourself to do that? No, oh, if I'm yeah, like, if, I, if I'm actively planning, like, oh, I want to write, start writing comedy and I'm I, I, during the day, maybe sit down during the day, oh, try to write 20 minutes, just ideas. But your brain is just going to be looking for funny already. And then you'll write genius things down like I've got here in front of me on my list. Why don't we try flavored anal beads? Stuff like that. <laughs> Surely they wouldn't have flavor if the lube is flavored. <laughs> they're all flavored. Well, yeah, they're all flavored when they've gone in and come back out again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the question if it's a good flavor, the ones that you like. Yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, shit flavor. Mm. No, like when, oh, when yeah. I teach, uh, like I, I've taught like courses on doing PowerPoint and like creativity, and a, a big part is one setting yourself up to actually do it. So start thinking about doing comedy, and the other is do something else, like go in the shower, work out, and like. When your mind is not busy doing things, it will naturally just come up with stuff that you think is funny to amuse you. And then go on stage to actually figure out what like people relate to, to like that's important, figuring out what is relatable. Because some things are just gonna be funny to you and your friends or to your group. So you wanna actually also get a, like that's, but that's like the next step. That's like becoming a, like a full on comedian. And like everybody here is still working on that mm. all the time is like figuring out what's relatable, what's up to like date right now, what's good, so. One thing I've echoes on that is that I've had stories like I've told my friends in the pub about various bullshit from my life. And they've all, I'm not saying, they've all been like proper hysterics, laughing their asses off. So, oh, you gotta do that, you gotta do that on stage. And every time I try that on stage, it dies and doesn't get anywhere. I agree 100%, Daniel. How in the name 100%. I cannot, I've got this shit stories from my life that various bollocks like, being ass broke back in my hometown and I tell people this stuff and they cannot stop laughing they say it's brilliant and then I try and recreate that on stage it never works and I Actually, wish I could you know, figure I it have, out I think I, I have a theory on why 
because uh, I have exactly the same. Um, like I've got like a few stories, and like if we're a big group of friends, I always not always, but like I'll often tell that story because it always like everyone knows it. it's really funny. Every mm. it's because the people that you're doing that for have background knowledge on you, mm. and when you're going up on stage and you're telling the story cold, they have zero background information. So it's it's funnier to see if you know that somebody, uh, if you know somebody, and um, something mildly funny happens to them, you'll find that really funny because you know the person. If I tell you the same story about a stranger, you'll be like, eh, it's kind of funny, but it's not that funny. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's because you don't know the character. I think that has a big role to play in it because they don't know that, oh, that's typical Daniel. That's a lot of why yeah. stories work. So yeah. you kind of need to change how you tell the stories or just tell completely different stories. Yeah, learning to give context is very big. Like, what slight amounts of context do people need without, like, you know, talking too much to give them, like, a, a good joke to laugh about? Mm. Mm, yeah, good point. Words of wisdom there, Oliver and Cassian. Did you have any more, uh, yeah. Olga? Any more um, problems from... Well, so I, I don't like this problems. Well, so there's one there you don't like. Why? This is probably really good. No, no, no. They like just um, like will Trump be the next U.S. president? General. Oh, that. that's not a problem then. For comedy, it's brilliant. Get Trump back in. <laughs> I've got, I've got one. Uh, I'll give you two, and you can decide which one if you want either. Um, how do I learn to speak to people after COVID? So I think someone who was in a lot of lockdown and like didn't meet people, and I'll the other like one. Younger person. Yeah, or the other one is uh, how do we fix the problems with e-scooters? E-scooters just fucking sweep them all up and dump them all in the sea. What is the problem? Just sweep them all up that... and chuck them all in the fucking river. That's what I do with that. Yeah, e-scooters are convenient. Berlin, the... E-scooters just no, a fucking pest. They're convenient until you're blind, and then they're not so cool. <laughs> and when you get some fucking wanker, it's it's always some. They always look the same. It's some twat. Fucking on his butt. And look at me, I'm cool, aren't I? Because I'm wearing kind of a suit, but I've got like I've got trainers as well on because I'm cool and awesome. Oh. And I'm gonna pay no attention to what the fuck is going on around me because I'm a selfish cunt. Wow, Daniel Beaver would have hated me a year ago. <laughs> I was. I know you I love it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you knew the one. I'd been like, I've got half a bottle of beer. It's like, should I finish my beer or throw it at that cunt on that e-scooter? <laughs> that was, and I, that was I'd me. have chucked that it at you. Me. No, just yeah, get rid that, of them. They're annoying. Was... Get rid of them all. Oh, just my head in. People are getting lazy. You know what they should do? Walk. Technology has existed for hundreds of thousands of years to get us around. It works really well. It's called walking. Walk. It is like, I've had moments where it's like, oh, I'm going to miss the train, and then I e-scootered and, like, managed to catch it. Like, that's... But, like, city bikes do that, too. Like, just put more city bikes in place. Yes. City bikes... City city bikes... No, but city bikes are shittier to rent. They just are, like, literally, like, just UI-wise. They're much more... It takes... But with an e-scooter, I get on and off, like, within literally three seconds. And with a bike, it's a whole fucking thing make the bikes more convenient. But I think like Lime and stuff, they're doing that now where they also have those bikes that yeah, you yeah, get, yeah, they're yeah. just parked around and they unlock themselves. And, and that's, yeah. You know, the, the gig economy thing, everyone working like zero hours contracts is like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm going to be a juicer for Lime because that's so cool. I'm gonna be, no, you're not. You're going to be fucked over and go around like a maniac. Race and try bottom, and, yeah. yeah, it's an absolute race to the bottom, yeah. So, and it's all, again, it's just little startup little shits. Let's exploit as many people as we can 
to get as much money as we can in a short amount of time. I know. Where else can we exploit people? Yeah, let's, like, make fucking scooters piss off. Do you know that most of the scooter companies who produce the scooter, um, they all make, they all lose tons of money on all the scooters. Like, for instance, uh, Bolt. Bolt is much cheaper than all the other ones. They lose a fuck ton on the scooters, but they don't care. They literally write that money off. And the main goal is to get everybody to install the Bolt app. And then when, every, so they, they release cheap scooters. So everybody got the Bolt app. Everyone has the Bolt app. Now, if you open the Bolt app, it doesn't go straight to the scooters. It goes, they are competitors of Uber. And you can book like a, a car via the Bolt app. And you have to like opt in to go into the scooter menu. So their main game was just to get everyone to download their stupid fucking app so that they can um, sell everybody ride shares. Fucking Uber's doing that with food now. Like there's like Uber Eats. Also pivoted to Uber Eats, yeah. Because mm -hmm. like the people are already driving, so they can also deliver food. It's it's basically turning people into driving slaves. Like, yeah, yeah. It was in, in America. I Ubered everywhere just because like it was the only thing I could like. I couldn't pay a cabbie. That it was, it was impossible. And my phone could pay people. But it, it's so cheap and such like dirt work. I'm I'm sorry to people who drive Uber, but it's it's dirt work. Yeah. Like it's it, it's tough. It's hard hours, and you're not getting paid anything. And right. like it solely relies on me tipping you, which as a German is like super offensive to me. Like your employer should be paying you. Well, yeah, yeah. Just give the people who are doing the the work a decent amount of fucking money, not like screwing them over. Bastards, bastards. Was the first question again? Yeah. Before? Um. How do I speak to people after COVID, after two years of COVID? Open your mouth and sounds come out. I actually have a, like, for me, what really helped in talking to people is realizing that, like, a conversation isn't necessarily about yourself. It's a conversation. So asking people questions. Dialogue, don't monologue. Talking about themselves. Yeah, don't that's monologue. Good, that's it. Or join groups. Start comedy, for instance. It's actually, I'll tell you I what. Come. No, I... I... I don't have this problem myself, but I know someone who has this problem and actually going to improvisation, like kind of groups really helped them because when you go to improvisation, it's so weird at first, like everyone like doing some shit and like weird shit and you have to be bold and it kind of reminds me of my childhood, but like it actually helps you You're to like be comfortable. Yeah, that was my joke. <laughs> we know. No, we all thought it. Just so you know, my joke. We all okay. we all thought that at exactly the same time. But uh, yeah, I also went to like improve myself, and like I I get why it helps to like start talking to people. Yeah, I have a, I have also, theories like, on this, but just yeah. realizing. I know you get an alcohol addiction, and then you got groups to go to. You can go to AA. <laughs> no, I know a lot of people have social anxiety, but like realizing that it's also not as serious like it, it, it you got to realize like other people are thinking about themselves all the time just like how you're thinking about yourself all the time and so like all the little mistakes that you make and realize about yourself they don't notice it, it just yeah it's, you'll notice if you do comedy you'll notice this it's like something you actually have to learn like people pay way less attention than you think and so just you know be kind with yourself just give yourself that's, a little bit oh, like little yeah flag. that's the best the best advice in the world is literally you're going to be happy as soon as you realize that no one cares about you. Yeah. It's just like, then life's easier. No one gives a shit what you do. It's just true. Very true. Or, Did you already adopt this philosophy? Well, there's a lot of other ones. So basically, you know, if you do something bad now, is anyone going to give a shit in 50 years? Nobody cares. But even now, no, even one, now. no one gives no a shit. No one gives you five anything. minutes. 
So nobody gives a fuck. Well, we're also like, our brains are like trained to be like looking for drama nowadays, yeah. and everybody's like looking after online drama. But it that that go outside and talk to real people, you'll realize nobody cares about drama. Everybody just wants to have a quick chat or go home or whatever. Like, it's not as serious as you think. Like, nearly that's the everyone best. Everyone is nice. In real nearly life, everyone, everyone is nice. No, like it's based. Nearly every single person <laughs> is not a dickhead if you get to know them. Exactly. I also have this, like, think of sometimes. I knew something was going to come. I knew something <laughs> was going to come there. <laughs> you wouldn't let that one stand. No. Most French people. No, there's a lot. Of, there are a lot of good people. There is a lot of, uh, yeah. People can be hard work and often come from a selfish perspective. But if you can get beyond that, often, yeah, they're quite nice. But, uh, yeah. Just I also figured it out once. <laughs> Now, I've just started like once talking to like cashiers or like taxi drivers or like to random people at the street, like security guards. They're all super friendly and actually you can talk to so many people around them. And sometimes they're not happy if their day was hard, but sometimes they're so bored at their jobs that they're actually so happy to have like a chat and like. Well, that's like, yeah. and most work, most people who do working class jobs, actual jobs that people need are generally like super friendly, really nice. It's just the rich fucking cunts. We think they're better than everybody else. They're generally the ones that are a bit rude. But that is true. Like, talk to people who you'll only see, like, one, like even your doc, like, the receptionist at your doctor or whatever. Like, you're not going to see that person again for, like, maybe another half year or maybe ever again. Like, just have a quick chat. Ask mm. them what their day was like or, like, if they have kids or whatever. It's People are happy to talk about themselves. That's And if they're not, you'll soon know. You'll know almost instantly and, yeah. they don't want to talk. So then just drop it. <laughs> Read the signals. Read the room. Um, you're right, Oliver. What are you doing? Preparing the next question. Paper while you were asking that. <laughs> That's like food, like toilet paper, <laughs> like. <laughs> and then, like Oliver, what are you doing? <laughs> Daniel Beaver. Daniel B. <laughs> Daniel doesn't understand the concept of multitasking. I noticed that the other week. What do you mean? No, he is. He's jerking off right now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean what multitasking what did i do that gave the what, game away you get really you get really irritated if people are on computers when you're talking <laughs> i know it's that I, I was like typing when we were rehearsing the other day and you're like what are you doing i was like oh, jesus i just wrote something <laughs> <down>. <laughs> I actually, I actually get the same. I get, I get the same if people go on their phone when I'm talking to them. Though, yeah, to fair, I get, so. I get really angry about that. Not angry, but I'm just like, oh, well, there's someone here. I do it. I, I do, do it. it. I, yeah. Sometimes, uh, but I, I try not to. It's not easy. No, it's fucking extremely difficult. In fact. Thanks for listening. If you want to find out everything about the episode, like uh, Instagram handles of who was in it, just check the episode description. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please give a five-star review, subscribe, download, share the love, do all that kind of stuff. Thanks again, and till next time. <laughs> <laughs>